One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Have you always felt a little odd, a little different? The world is crying out for witches to heal and to rebuild. But do you hear its call and will you answer? This is a space for free thinking, where I give you tools to explore and build your craft. We all have a divine spark. Join me each week and grow that spark into a fiery beacon. I am your host, Michael Moorcroft, and I'll be bringing you a one-on-one guide to all things witchcraft and spirituality. This is The Major's Well. Hey Majors, thanks for tuning in. And just a little bit of a heads up before we start, I am actually going on a mid-season break after this week's show, just for a little break, just for a little catch-up, and also to work on some other projects that I've got in the pipeline. However, if you still need your Majors Well fix, I will be on Patreon posting bonus episodes as well as rituals for you to do. So if that sounds like something that you'd be interested in, you can subscribe. The link is in the episode description. It's just the Majors Well on Patreon. And access to these episodes starts as little as $3, I believe, or $3.50 after VAT. So sign up if you are interested. Now, this week's show, we're looking at another witching herb, that of Datura. For centuries, these species have been regarded as sacred visionary plants by most cultures and societies that have come into contact with them. I think Datura produces one of the most beautiful flowers I've ever seen, with a fragrance that is lily-like or lemony. They open at night, and they usually die after a day. Interestingly, they are pollinated by quite large moths. However, despite its beauty, like a lot of plants with a witching background, it's poisonous, and I don't recommend messing with it. So, today comes with a health warning. There are 15 types of Datura, and the variety that I'm going to speak about is Stramonium, unless I state otherwise. On a surface level, the herb is useful for hexbreaking, sleep, and protection. But when we look a bit deeper, what can we find out? Let's take a look. Belonging to the Solanaceae family, 
of the nightshades, which include belladonna, henbane and mandrake, peppers, tomatoes and tobacco, to name a few. We have Datura stramonium. Datura, an ancient Sanskrit word for divine inebriation, or white thorn apple, according to some sources. Stramonium, we're not too sure of. It could originally have come from Greek, a combination of strychnos, meaning nightshade, and maniakos, meaning mad, or potentially from the French, meaning stinking weed. Now, around the years of 1330 to 1700, the plant was seen as diabolical, and this is where we begin to see its other names take root relating to Satan. During the Spanish Inquisition, use and the growing of Datura was enough evidence for persecution for witchcraft and sorcery. Now, in relation to the background of religious fever, we begin to see the names of Hell's Bells, also an ACD song that took inspiration from the plant, Devil's Weed, Devil's Apple, and Devil's Trumpet. All these start to appear within this time frame, to just name a few. And just a side note about the trumpet version, one variety is called Angel's Trumpet, native to America, whereby the flowers hang down as if played from heaven. The Devil's Trumpet flowers face up as if played from hell, and these are native to Europe. Jamestown weed is also a common name, reportedly because in Jamestown, Virginia in 1676, it poisoned soldiers who made fresh leaves into a soup. For 11 days, they completely lost their faculties. Jimson weed, the common name used in America today, is a corruption of Jamestown weed. In the UK, its common name is thorn apple due to its prickly seed pod. Now, we're really not too sure where it comes from. There's historic concentrated use in Mexico and South America, as well as India. It doesn't really have a history of use within European witchcraft until the mid-16th century, where it enters medieval medical and herbal texts, thought to be due to the plant coming from the New World back with explorers and colonizers, or it coming from India with the Romani people. In terms of working with the plant, ingesting it isn't really done. Those who work with the plant do so in other ways. Also, it is highly poisonous and displays similar symptoms to belladonna. People rarely ingest this plant accidentally, but there are reports of it happening and with the people dying from it. Those who do ingest Datura report of a variety of symptoms, like belladonna, henbane and mandrake. Datura contains tropane alkaloids, the effects of which are unpredictable at best and quite severe. The plant is a deliriant and can trigger extreme thirst and an inability to urinate, a very slow or a very fast heartbeat. It triggers hallucinations that feed off of feelings of doom and paranoia. And often people feel like they are transforming into monsters, growing claws and fur. It's also quite common to forget that you've taken the plant, which can add a new layer of fear and confusion. You can also believe that the hallucinations experienced are very real. Combine it with hyperdilation of the pupils, which makes light painful, if not damaging, to the retinas. Datura isn't a fun time. It can also put people into a deep coma-like state, which was utilised by thieves and assassins in India. They added Datura into a poison that they called Dahat, that they administered when approaching their victims. These professional poisoners earned the nickname of the Dahatoris, and had connections to Kali and her thugis. 
Check out my episode on Cali for more information. Interestingly, it was also used in a similar way in Colombia in the 90s. Now, although the Tura's roots produce the alkaloids, it's the leaves that house them, especially in the younger plants. The seeds are also particularly dangerous, so gloves if you handle the plant, please. Also, never touch your eyes after handling the plant, given how dangerous it is for your eyes. Now, Datura also often gets mistaken for Morning Glory. The two are very similar in appearance, but Morning Glory has the lesser label of toxic, which comes from its seeds, whereas Datura is poisonous, which include all parts of the plant. What are some of the medicinal uses? Well, due to a similar chemical profile as Belladonna, medicinally speaking, these two plants are often used interchangeably within drugs, and with a similar strength and activity, their preparation is similar as well. Datura is often used within drugs for antispasmodic digestive conditions. It's a painkiller and a sedative, and it's used to treat some nervous conditions like Parkinson's. It was used as a sedative within epilepsy and acute mania, however, the results were too unpredictable, and it was abandoned. Within Native America, the leaves were dried and combined with sage leaves and then smoked in order to ease asthma symptoms, and this is still done within some tribes. This idea of smoking it was also done throughout the UK with the prescription of Datura cigarettes. Within Peru, the leaves were ground and wetted with alcohol and then applied to areas that suffer with arthritis or inflammation. This tincture will become psychoactive when applied to the nasal passageways. It usually wasn't taken orally. Now, John Gerald wrote in his herbal that the juice of Datura when boiled with hog's grease will form a salve that can be used to cure inflammation, burns and scalds. Now, magically speaking, Datura is linked to Saturn, like a lot of baneful plants, and Venus, due to its beautiful, moon-loving flowers. This is where its name Love Apple comes from. The plant has also been linked to aggressive feminine force. The plant spirit is quite particular in that it's very aggressive, and it's more than happy to flaunt its power. It often scares people off because they simply aren't ready for it. So if you start working with the plant, be prepared to be shaken, and whatever you ask of it, always give something in return and uphold your end of the bargain. People have reported that sleeping in a room with the flowers in bloom results in intense nightmares due to the psychoactive properties of the flower's scent. Others have tried being around the plant during the midday and then going for a nap for a less intense experience. Therefore, the plant is useful in dream work. This is one of the ways of working with it, but I really wouldn't recommend it if you have mental health issues. The flower essence of Datura will aid with dream work as well. Four drops under the tongue is recommended and make sure to buy it from a reputable company. One account I came across was where a practitioner actually made a rattle and filled it with Datura seeds in order to help them enter trance. Another way of working with the plant is to sing to it. Datura particularly likes songs. Now its tooth-shaped leaves have a foul, foul odour. These can actually be dried though and used as offerings to spirits. You could also keep a dried leaf in your tarot bag or whatever you store your divination tool of choice in. It has links to prophesying. Another spell around the leaves is putting some in your shoes, then placing these under a bed and facing them towards a wall. This is supposed to guard against insomnia. 
Remember, it's linked to Venus, but with its connections to Saturn, it turns to the darker side of love. Therefore, the plant is very good with binding in every sense of the word, but more with binding in regards to love. Often the seed pods are emptied and used as a receptacle for ingredients around the idea. What's also interesting too, is the fact that the seed pods have four chambers, the same as the human heart, further linking it to love, but also with the seed pods spiky exterior, it can be used around protection of the heart and the emotions. The plant also has hollow stems, which is symbolic of the soul leaving the body, and the avenue it takes when travelling to the spirit world. You can easily dry these stems out and use them as wands, and these stems are effectively straws that have been used in the past for blowing sacred smoke and powder. With working with the plant, you could visualise yourself travelling through Datura's tunnel stems in order to connect to the plant spirit or the Chthonic realm. It's also been used to connect to dark goddesses. It can be used as an offering to Hecate, Baba Yaga, and Kali, to name a few. Its connections to the moon also can't be ignored. This is a moon-blossoming plant. It's linked with lycanthropy and shapeshifting, wolves, and it drives people into the scariest and darkest recesses of their mind. Now, Native American use of Datura is extensive, particularly with the Algonquin tribe, whereby they use it to discover one's totem animal, to speak to birds, and also to see ghosts and spirits. The Diageno and the Luceno tribes of Western North America use the Datura inoxia root within a mixture called Weasokin for the initiation of boys into manhood. In some tribes, it's given to females as well, it's also thought that the plant would invoke spiritual protection as they entered adulthood. Now the mixture is administered over a 20 day period. Now given the fact that the plant can cause memory loss, it was symbolic of these now young adults forgetting their former life as a child. The Huichols of Mexico warned that those who work with the plant must uphold their end of the bargain in terms of offerings or the effects can be quite brutal. It's thought that ancient Peruvian healers used this plant to sedate patients while they conducted skull trepanations, the idea of cutting or drilling holes into the skull, possibly for pain relief or possibly to pull spirits from the body. I wonder if this was in relation to mental health complaints. Similarly, the Chumash gave it when setting patients' bones. Over in Chile, the Oryx have some unconventional parenting techniques, shall we say, whereby they brew the Forex species and give it to the children who misbehave as a way to teach them respect. The Aztecs also recognised the power of the species, referring to one of them as Talache, which was used as an enema for pain relief and within initiation rituals. It's believed it was being administered as an hallucinogenic as well. The Atlinen variety could only be used by priests as it created a channel of communication with the gods and foretold the future. Many tribes insist an abstinence of some sort before working with the plant. The greater the adherence, the greater the amount of power the person could gain from the experience. The Huichols of Mexico have been able to largely resist Christianity, and a lot of their spirituality remains intact. Their shamans are called wolf shamans, due to their ability to transform into this animal via the use of Datura within their vision quests. 
You may remember earlier I mentioned that people sometimes hallucinate that they grow claws and fur. Well, the Weechels believe that this plant is heavily linked to wolves and coyotes, who have connections with magic. Similarly, Salot is an Aztec guide to the underworld, and appears as a big black dog. Now, Salot is the Zapotec for Datura. Zapotec, if you're unsure, is a dialect of Mexico and an indigenous group. There's also Zapotec stories where misusing the plant results in the user turning into a black dog, and some users interestingly report symptoms being similar to that of rabies. The sacred caves of the Weechels are covered with drawings of human-like figures with Datura podheads surrounded by canine figures. This all being said, however, users go through a 5-6 to six year apprenticeship before ingesting Datura, and this happens once. The plant isn't really known to be ingested, it isn't the best way to work with it. Across the pond in Europe, Giambattista della Porta, an Italian scholar and occultist, wrote a book called Natural Magic, whereby he recorded that a mixture of henbane, mandrake, datura stramonium, and belladonna when drunk could turn a person into a beast. Over to India, the use of datura metal was prevalent and still is in some areas today. Supposedly springing from Lord Shiva's chest, he accepts the flowers and leaves as offerings. The sadhus and yogis smoke the leaves and seeds mixed with cannabis. It was also regarded as a powerful aphrodisiac. The Karma Sutra contains a description of an ointment made from datura. Quote, to enslave your lover, anoint your penis before lovemaking, with honey into which you have powdered black pepper, long pepper and datura, the green thorn apple. It will utterly devastate your lady, end quote, and probably throw her into a 12-day delirium. Please don't try this. For impotence, the powdered seed was taken orally with butter, or applied topically, it would energize a tired penis, shall we say. Again, let's not. Within Chinese texts, it was custom to mix datura with wine, and how the user felt while collecting the plant could influence how those feel while drinking this mixture. I quite like how this plant doesn't have an in-depth European history, and we're still learning more about it via indigenous peoples. I also find it really interesting how numerous cultures don't recommend ingesting the plant, partly in some cases because the experience is so terrifying. Given its link to the dark feminine, some have theorised the plant spirit is so vicious and aggressive due to the treatment of the divine feminine and femininity throughout the ages. While researching, there seemed to be a pattern whereby males had a harder and more sinister time with this plant. Is the Dark Goddess calling you? And Majors, that's it. That is a wrap for today's show. Thank you so much for listening. My intent with this podcast is to provide guidance and inspiration for those on their spiritual path and to talk about interesting parts of history relating to spirituality. I also want to connect you with information that is both useful and reliable. Would you like to support me? With your support, I can dedicate more time to the mage as well. You can financially support me through Patreon, where you'll gain access to more content and connect with the mage as well community. The link for this is in the episode description. If you're not keen on pledging money for whatever reason, but you still want to support, 
You can follow my Instagram at the Majors Well. You could tell your friends and family about the show. You could post about the podcast. And most importantly, you could leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. This is really important. It really helps because it boosts the algorithm over on Apple Podcasts and it draws in new listeners and helps get the podcast out there. Please help me out. This is an independent podcast. It's just me researching, producing and editing. Anything you can do will help. If you own a business and would like to advertise on the show, please get in touch. The show's email is themajorswell at gmail.com. Special thanks to Coral St. Clair for the podcast artwork. The poem this week is called Datura by Kathleen Pierce. The flower pod, green, white, hand-sized, bloomed at night. As the dead increased, the world of objects seemed more dense, different from when our child days dragged, or a sunflower's face, which, once arrived, was heaviness itself, and it was different from parenting, when days were thick, years thin, or a poppy with a stem. There were more cadences ascending and descending nearby. We saw one of us not reach the hand-sized pod before it broke into the mouth of an ordinary night, though the hand reached toward, as if a touch would enter it, end it, or as though by touching what was strange, there was relief in being plain, or one might love to cause an opening as when a blade cuts under blades of grass, or words are said, or if a mouth opens another mouth, we saw the hand fly back, the trumpet petals curl. It was perverse to be afraid when the scent began. One leaned in again. Peace out, witches, and I'll see you at the crossroads. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, 
HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.